Hello and welcome back to this next episode of A Court of Tales and Whiskers. Um, we're just going to hop right into this. I feel like um, those of you who don't know, we should probably do a recap. Um, last we left off, we were at the union of the Brush Tails and the Long Whiskers, uh, the two predominant houses of this mouse culture that we find ourselves in. Um, along the course, we run into the many different associates, um, willing and otherwise, of the house. Um, and we prepared for our wedding. Um, we had a lovely rehearsal dinner um, where we got a little bit of foreshadowing for what was going to happen. Um, and then finally at the wedding, um, it went off without a hitch. Festivities were had. Um, it was honestly a great time until um, our good friend Chip found a wire leading up to a metal plate installed into the seat of the bra- of the groom, um, Alranus Long Whisker. Um, following this sort of connection, you realize that the planner slash, um, right hand to the king of the Long Whisker clan, Emil Marigold, had disappeared. And in your search to find him, you entered, um, the House of the Brushtails, going into the sanctuary of the Lightwell, and found in that Lightwell the corpse of Connor Brushtail, seemingly, uh, murdered? or perhaps otherwise, um, with black blood flowing out of his orifices. Um, After discovering this, you went to uh, alert the rest of the people, um, where we learned the king of the Longwister clan may or may not have rabies, uh, and may or may not have passed it down to his son Rowan through a bite. Um, After all of you had learned of this information, the guards were called, and you... Reunited with Iris. Um, and here she stands, cradling her father's corpse. Um, as you look and you see, there is a note that has fallen out of his pocket. Chipotle, as you open up this note and unfurl it, it says, You cannot hide the truth from them for much longer. If you won't tell them, I will. It's on this crumpled sort of faded piece of paper. Um, looking at it, you can tell that its make is probably unrefined. This wasn't. This didn't come from somebody who used tools to make this paper. Um, so it's probably somebody who is outside the um, sphere of influence of the two houses. Guys, come read this. Where did you find this note? It fell out of his pocket. His pocket, you say? Yeah. Is there anyone close to the king that would have kept information that he did not want others to know? Um, his bodyguard, maybe? I don't... I don't know. Iris, do you know anything? Iris is knelt down in front of the light well, actively sobbing over her father's corpse. Right, bad time. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably, I don't know. I think his bodyguard would be the best person to ask about this. His bodyguard? Where yeah. would his bodyguard be? Well, in theory, he should be here, but he's not. So, um, let's go up and check amongst the other people. The other people? Yeah, like everyone celebrating this wedding. 
Well, there's not much celebration anymore. Does anyone else know about this? Everyone's drunk, remember? Fair enough. Let us... <laughs> <laughs> Let us ask the guards to see if they've seen anything suspicious. Um, walking up and out, if you recall from last time, you had drawn in the guards. Yes. <laughs> um, so as you emerge from the mass hole from the the, the house of the Brushtails, um, Chipotle, you see a circle of guards, both of Brushtail and Longwhisker, surrounding the current party guests that are slowly sort of like clinging to each other and actively like whispering. There's a very, like the tension in the air is palpable right now. Men? Guards turn in about face and salute you. So it remain clear that the head of the Brushtail house, Connor Brushtail, has been murdered. Now, we are not sure where his murderer is, but it seems that his murderer was not someone of either houses. Um, I want half of you to search around, see if you, any of the uh, guests seem suspicious. I want the other half to locate a meal and bring him to me. I have, he's the wedding planner, and I'd like to ask him some questions. So, yes, sir. And they begin to disperse. Um, as some disperse into the crowd, the others exit um, outwards, um, going towards the wildlands, into the, into the forest, and also around, um, searching through the outskirts of um, the mouse's territory. I was going to ask if anyone knew where, where Connor's bodyguard is, and, but they've all left now. So. Um, there's still people talking, like, guards are still talking to people. Right now, so you can still approach one if you need to. Okay, so I approach one. Yeah. Hey, uh, do you know where Connor Brushtail's bodyguard is? Um, they turn you into. Um, his security detail, like most for this wedding, was relieved of his post for the wedding. Um, we were told that because our guard was stationed around, um, personal bodyguards were not of need. Fudge nuggets. All right. Uh, he shouldn't have. He still shouldn't have abandoned his post. Why am I the newest one? And I'm still the most confident. Oh my goodness. All right. Thanks. As you exit, what is your, your plan as of right now? As people are being encountered, um, are any of you going out to like search for stuff? Are you going to try to like um, question more people? Um, I'm going to get a drink. <laughs> I don't know what I've gotten myself into, but... All right. I need to be in a different level for this. <laughs> you walk up to the bar um, and you go to take a drink. You pour your, your ale and as you sip, you feel a mouse paw tighten around your ankle. <laughs> Looking down, you can see now the hugely dilated pupils of Uriel Longwhisker. Still sort of on his stomach. Um, he's closer down to the bar. And he's just, <laughs> his hand is grasped firmly around your ankle. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, uh, anyone, someone, uh, do you want like a little, like, do you want a drink too, buddy? His other hand onto the top of your shin, starting to work his way up your leg. Um, I've kind of been looking around and I see this. Yeah. <laughs> and I come over and I, I, Hit his hands with the pommel of my your needle needle sword. Awesome, I'd say um, you're not trying to cause any damage. So you no, just, I'm just trying to get him off. His hands drop to the floor. His arms and legs splayed out. Um, he's just kind of like starfished on the ground for a second before his elbows start to push him up, um, and you can see bits of foam starting to form at the edges of his mouth. 
think we should go somewhere oh, else. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's, let's leave. Go. Let's leave. <laughs> as you exit the situation rapidly. <laughs> um, what are you looking for? Rowan, probably. Alright. <laughs> His dad grabbed my leg. Very ominously. Hey, buddy. <laughs> um, just thought you should know, your dad's going pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> yes, he is. He, uh, is not known to drink, but he has drink, uh, now. Rowan. Is there something wrong? Or did he do something again? Your dad has rabies. <laughs> He was foaming at the mouth. Yeah. I'm aware. Yeah, it was. It was. It was really not fun. It was not. Did he bite you? Um, I don't think so. But he... then you're fine. There's nothing to worry about. He oh, bit okay. you, you idiot. Earlier. Do you think Remember? I now know of my situation? I'm trying to ignore it right now and just focus on the murder. Oh my gosh. Please. Okay. 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 This can only Fine. end well. This can. You're doing great, buddy. Of course, it will only end well. I'm gonna go look for my little brother. <laughs> All right, looking, th- going, pushing through the crowd. Um, you can see, um, your little brother is kind of unattended right now as he's sort of wandering through the groups of people. Um, he looks kind of scared and he doesn't know what's going on. Oh, hello. Hello. Hi. Are you all right? Yeah. What? What's happening? It's okay. It's okay. There, there, there's been an accident, but it's all going to be okay. Okay. Um, I don't know where Aramis went. I was with him, and then he went away. He went um, away? Uh, here, did you see which way he went? Well, he went over there, and over as he there. points, you can see Aramis is heading. He has a guard detail with him, but he's actively heading towards um, the bar, mumbling something about more ale. Uh, I'm going to approach Aramis. As you catch up behind him, what, what do you say? Aranis, mm, our yes. younger brother's left unattended in this mess. He's Did fine. He... There's been a murder. Yes, yes, but they're not murdering us now, are they? They could. Huh. Probably some some political unrest. Or some yes, political thing. unrest. Yes, and but that's this the, is the brush most... tails. We're not the brush tails. We're, We're we are, are now the brush tails. You have been wed to Iris Brushtail. Yes, I suppose. So our families are now one and the same. Do you understand that? Yes, yes. But what you need to understand, my brother, is that I am not a brush-tail fool. And if they come for me, I will win. You're not a brush-tail fool, but you're a long-whiskered drunkard. And I walk away. Damn. Oh, <laughs> you got him. He watches he sort of scowls after you. I hope your dad doesn't bite him. And he turns around, sort of entering back into this group of people. Um, what is your, your objective right now? I'm going to try to find Emil to see what the hell went wrong to have a murder happen. All right. Uh, where's the first place you think you're going to look? I'm probably going to see if he's with the other guests. All first. right. Uh, give me just a quick will check. or Yeah, it is will. I pass. Awesome. Looking through the groups of people, um, as you look around, you pass through guests from the Wildlands, guests that are mingling, dukes and earls and the such, and as you like start to look through the crowd, you start to get really concerned that you still haven't found Emil. He's been missing for a while. Um, until looking across, sort of curving around the edges of um, the sort of man-made structure that is here, you see a mouse in this sort of blue tunic that cuts deep. Um, he has brass wire wrapped around his waist. 
um, and a multitude of different sort of like, um, like he has like half of a scissor shear um, from a pair of like sewing scissors um, and multiple different like sort of like scavenged human goods strapped around him. Um, as he walks forward, um, he goes, I can see I'm not late to the party. Huh? What is uh, what is happening here? Emil, what the hell is going on? Connor Brushtail has been murdered. Oh my god. Um, I, I am so sorry, but uh, I don't know why you think I would know anything. You I are just... the wedding planner? No, I just got here. You just got here? Yes, I just got here. You I... just got here? I was deep in the, uh, the human settlements. I was scavenging. I've been working on a project recently. Uh, I have been out of communication. I received a, a, a letter um, about a while ago inviting me to this wedding. What is... Uh, you say Connor Brushtail is dead? Yes, he has been murdered. Well, Wait, I... why, why would you have left? I saw you setting up the wedding. No, no, no. Setting up the venue. I, I have not been in contact with other mice in months. What, what do you... I spoke to you two days ago. <laughs> You did not speak to me. I walk away sort of in shock. Can I also see yeah, that? Absolutely. That a thing that I do? Okay. This is like drawn attention as Great. he's a yeah. guest now entering. So I I see him. Terracon, do you see him? Yeah, I'm like, oh, there's that fucker I've been looking for this whole time. I assume we both storm over. Oh, I'm storming. I'm also storming. I'm with them, I guess. (laughs) The ship is probably the safest place right now. I I am sort of near Emil, but like, sort of quietly panicking. No, Terracon, I didn't know you were here. You asked me to be here. What are you talking about? Mm. And where have you been? have been off in other lands. I have been exploring uh, and collecting for um, my my inventions. Um, I wanted uh, to apologize, actually. Uh, I remember our, our last project. It, we did not end on good terms. Um, that was not, it was not right of me to treat you the way I, that I did. And, uh, I wanted to uh, apologize and give you this. And he um, takes off this sort of like sliding mouse uh, matchstick compartment that he has on his back. Um, and he produces this sort of like um, brass, almost like spike um, that has what looks like some sort of LED indicator on the end of it. Um, and says, this is your work as much as it is mine and you deserve to reap the benefits. I take it and like look it up and down. Uh, you recall that you and... Emil were working on a project um, mostly about um, how to convert electricity and transfer it to something without the need of wires. Um, There's sort of a transitive property that you're beginning to discover about electricity where it can jump from thing to thing. You and Emil have been thoroughly shocked by jumping electrical currents, but what if you could manipulate the way that currents jumped in which to direct them in a correct way? And that seems to be what this device is, though it is much more refined since the last time you worked on it. When have you had time to work on this? You've been planning a wedding for months. No, my friend, for months I have been uh, I've been working on human electronics. I've been uh, in the walls uh, looking at their, um, their wiring and their complex uh, understanding of the, the electrical concepts. Right, my turn. You know Alronis? Uh, I know of. Alronis Longwisker, there's not few who, who do not know of him. Yeah, what do you know about the metal plate that was under his chair? 
better plate on his chair? Is it perhaps for the uh, reinforcement of his chair? Is he not a large mouse? No, it was connected to a battery. It was an electrical chair, and you are the one who set it up. Uh, I'm sorry, I have just appeared here. I am not familiar. I assume if it is a metal plate that is uh, arranged with a battery, depending on how large it is, it could prove itself quite lethal, yes. Um, Can I roll Will to see if there's something different about him? Absolutely. The last time I talked to him. Great. <laughs> I do not pass. <laughs> Looking at him, his clothing's kind of changed, but besides that, he looks very similar. I don't believe you. I am sorry. It sure seems like a meal. So did yeah, but I mean, so did a meal two days ago. Yeah. I don't. I haven't interacted with him too much besides just formal business things. Mm -hmm. I can't really see anything beyond, you know. French. Memory loss. Duncan, actually, you do see something different. There is sort of um, a light but well healed over and furred scar running up the side of Emile's sort of neck. It like splinters out in that sort of Lichtenberg figure of being struck with a bolt of electricity. What happened to you? Back of your, back of your neck. Oh, um, it was uh, while I was out, I was struck um, trying to connect two wires. I formed a connection between the two of them and I was. Electrocuted. Did you, did you have that yesterday? Did he? I don't think so. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Memory loss. He set up a bunch of uh, assassinations, and then he got electrocuted, and then he forgot about it. That happens all the time. You had terrible plays. And in New York. Yeah. Terrible plays. <laughs> I've heard stories. Yeah. Why do you think I moved here? Rowan spins around, <laughs> grabs Emil on both his shoulders. <laughs> Is there anyone who would want to pretend to be you? Um, uh, an amateur? Somebody who is uh, not uh, well-versed in electronics? Um, attempting to make money off of you? Or somebody who wanted to gain your trust? Because I'm not sure. you were certainly, or someone, someone who looked like you, was certainly here, setting up all the electronics for the wedding, along with uh, Tarragon here. And was well-versed, very well-versed in electronics, mm. let me tell you. I, uh, Messing uh, with my shit. I, yes. I'm sorry, I'm not uh, fully aware of what has been transpiring here, but it does seem that you are very tense. Uh, yeah, there's been a murder. Yes, I heard. And uh, everyone's a little... Uh, right now. Oh, where's the... I'm sorry. And we can't find... Well, you, actually. I am right here. You want to jog his memory about the battery and the you stuff who... that went missing and everything? Well, the you who was here yesterday, anyway. We can't find I... him. I am sorry. Uh... That I can assure you that was not me. Hmm. Show him. Show him the chair. Show him the chair. All right, come see the chair, and I'm gonna yes, like bring him over to the chair. To Maybe look we'll at start remembering something. I unplugged it, but it's mostly as it was. Yes, uh, connected to a battery discharge could definitely uh, kill a mouse. Yes. They are lucky and that you disconnected this when you did. Yes, and I originally placed a capacitor on this battery for 
the other lights that it's supposed to power for, yes, you know, yes. the, the mood lighting. Yes, yes, it's very important, yes. And when I checked back on it later, it was gone. Oh. With the capacitor, I doubt it would have been lethal, just painful. Yes. Do and you they... remember that? Because you're the one who took the capacitor off. I watched you do it. I assure you, that was not me. Um, but uh, if they took a capacitor and... This is not built with that, so they must be constructing something else somewhere, maybe? Is there any place I could think of that would be uh, have some sort of like place to work on something like that? Because I've been... Um, there's a workshop in uh, the Long Whisker territory that Emil has long since been using since uh, his uh, hiring under the Long Whisker ring. And this was for the wedding planning? So. Yes, le- wedding planning and preliminary electronical work. Well, Emil does have a, well, Emil, I say in quotation marks, uh, he's had a little place to work since he's been hired by the Long Whiskers. I assume if you claim you've been out for months, and I don't know, I feel like he'd probably have something in there. Yeah, it would have been it's... so nice to have known that earlier. All right, let's go check it out. All right. All right. Um, yes, by all the way. And you make your way um, into the Longwester Estate, coming down through these sort of large um, hallways, um, down into sort of a sub-level, um, through a set of double doors. I'm walking directly behind Emil with the hand on my, the palm of Hell yeah, as you should. Yeah. Um, as you enter into Emil's workshop... Um, there are these sort of um, arrays of electrical lights that are hanging from the ceiling. Um, and looking around, um, there's a manner of different electrical pro- uh, projects here. You can see sort of um, what looks to be a lighting array, sort of a, a miniature version of how it would be put up for the wedding. Um, there are mock-ups and design sketches of different um, electrical currents and patterns and how um, it should be arranged. Um, and looking through this, um, you can see there's a large workbench uh, on the far wall that has um, what looks to be a couple like spools, small spools of um, electrical wire, um, as well as um, a sort of place for cutting it using a large pair of wire cutters that have been um, anchored into the floor and have a lever that you can pull and push to cut wire. You recognize this? Uh, this is a particular space for um, electrical engineering. I, I, I do not arrange myself this way. I prefer my uh, efforts to be more mobile. That is true about you. It's, do I know that's true about him? Yeah, it's something that you've worked with him before, and you know that Emil doesn't like to stay in one place for a long point in time, and so he prefers to work with hand tools instead of mass production tools. Yeah, that is true. This isn't really uh, his vibe. I did think it was a little strange. But, you know, it's a long-term project, so. Can I roll Will again to see if I notice anything about it? Absolutely, you can. Fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, this guy who isn't you, at least he knows what he's talking about. Oh, I pass. Awesome. Um, Not only do you notice that Emil is a bit taller than um, you remember him being, the last time you spoke to him before, he only came up to maybe like mid-shoulder and here his head rests right about where your chin is. 
Um, and as you um, look around uh, the workshop, going through stuff, you find um, a small sort of like what looks like a folder um, in one of the drawers. I open the folder. Opening the folder, it's sort of like one of those like legal pads um, where um, it has a section for uh, miscellaneous um, paper and then it has a like a sketchbook in the inside. Um, and going through the sketchbook, you flip through pages and pages of um, electrical drawings until you reach sort of towards the midsection where there are semi-journal entries, um, but just general words. Um, the first entry you see reads off, um, I, my plan is nearly in action. And then it like details the list for capacitators. Um, it, lead, it's, it lists needing capacitators um, as well as a certain amount of wire um, and that they need to figure some sort of way to get more lights than they had before without seeming suspicious. Um, going further into the, through the journal, um, it talks about plans for revenge. Do I recognize the handwriting? Um, I'd say you'd have to roll well for that again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You have seen this handwriting before. Um, actually, you've seen it in some older documents um, that regard uh, the brush tails. Some older uh, documents talking about that, like list um, practices and routines um, and all sorts of different things that um, documents that existed before you came to the brush tails, specifically about two to three seasons before you showed up. Hmm. But it's not the same handwriting as the letter? Uh, it is. Oh, it is the same handwriting as the letter. Hmm. Iris is not here. Yeah, she's having kind of a bad time right now. It's... This isn't your journal. No, that is not my handwriting. Yeah, that's not your handwriting. I wish it was your handwriting. Yours is so hard to read. It is. I will admit I... Spent not much of my time writing things down. And it's in English. I assume that you would write in French. Yes, I suppose. What does it say? Someone who isn't a meal has been plotting revenge. Revenge? On, on the brush tails? On the brush tails. What? What do they, what do they even do? I don't... I don't know. Is there a brush tail Go here ahead. that we could ask someone who's not having a panic attack like Iris is? As of right now, the brush tail line ends with Iris. Oh no. We should ask Iris of this. We should. We left Iris with her father. We did. Let's go back to the light line. We should go back to the light well. We should go back we to the light well right now. <laughs> <laughs> you head down these hallways out into the pavilion. Um, as you're crossing in, you can see Iris taking some steps out of the mouse hole of the brush tail uh, area. Um, her dress is streaked with black and caked in blood. Um, her hands are indistinguishably dark. 
um, and you can see the sort of lines in her paws that run in stark contrast with the darkness that surrounds her hands. I took the journal with me, and so yeah. I, I hand her the journal. And what's this? I'm Chip. I what? Iris, we need to talk to you. What's what's going on? Someone who's been pretending to be a mule has been plotting revenge. I think it was whoever killed your dad. I think it was who was planning to kill Alranis. And I think it's connected to what happened a couple months ago. Okay. Um, She takes a look at this handwriting. Um, She reads over the journals and sort of um. Oh. Yeah. I. I, I think I, I recognize this handwriting. Yeah. The, but it doesn't make any sense. Do you know of anyone who would want revenge against your family? I mean, I'm sure there's always other people that want to be on top. They think we hoard the light well for our own gain, but. But revenge? I don't... I don't understand. Rowan, I need you to make a will check. I fail. Rowan, as she says this, you feel um, sort of this heat sort of start in your chest and spider web its way out into the rest of your body, your fingers kind of tingle and go numb for a second. Oh, boy. Uh, as you can kind of feel your breathing get heavier and heavier. I want you to uh, put a mark in your uh, inventory. You can call it rabid if you like. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, no, Rowan. I turn to Iris. I sort of push her away from the rest. Then I, like, lean in. We have to talk of your sister. Yeah, we do. I am not aware of who killed her, but are, are you? Do you want? Do you know who or, or the group? I, when she died, I didn't even get to see her body. Do I? Do I hear any of this? It depends how closely you're listening. Pretty closely. I mean, the, Rowan, the... who has rabies and who I also dislike, is talking <laughs> tires. Well, then I suppose you would hear this. Great. I'm gonna join the conversation. Also, did I see her body? No. Okay. Is there anyone who's who who would know besides your father? Um, there was a ritual, an embalmment, I believe, that was supposed to happen with um, with the arbiter of the wildlings. Arbiter of the wildlings. Um, you remember that the wild, the Arbiter of the Wildlands is um, Arbiter Bramble, um, who is the one who identified your rabies and your father's rabies. Yes. Arbiter of the Wildlands. Okay. Okay. I sort of turn around and I'm going to approach one of the guards that are uh, searching through the crowd to see if they know where uh, Arbiter Bramble is. Um, the guard calls out, Arbiter Bramble! Um, as these calls and responses keep going, um, 
uh, they sort of echo out, and as time goes by, um, more guards come up and sort of huddle and uh, relate information, and one of them comes up to you and goes, Sir, we can't find Dr. Bramble. Really just can't oh. find anyone today. Rowan sort of like starts like leaning over and like pushing at his face and stress. Uh, you good there, buddy? I, he's going to walk towards the bar. <laughs> um, as you walk new. towards the bar, um, you see um, the bar itself is just kind of sitting there empty now. There's no people around it. Um, going up to the tap and looking around, the first thing that you notice is your father's the stress sort of gets worse. He sort of starts like visibly shaking. I start running back to the guards. Um, as you go to run towards the guards, um, you hear a noise coming from around the sort of backstage area. This kind of like sound of like um, almost like a wet plodding of paws or feet. I'm going to draw my bow and arrows. Sort of approach the stage. You approach the stage, arcing around it sort of widely to make sure that you can get a clear shot if your father is behind here. And turning around, um, it's difficult to identify who it is. They're sort of hunched over. There's just sort of a small puddle of like dark cloth around them. Um, and as you get closer, that sort of wet noise gets louder. Um, you step forward and there's sort of a as the figure tenses and its head rounds and you see the eyes of your father the pupils dilated to the point where there's almost no white in his eyes um, reflecting this sort of string lights that are above him his mouth is red with white foam around it and as you look down um, you can see there's a large sort of gaping hole in the chest of Arbiter Bramble um, where your father has torn into him. Rowan's eyes sort of start to tear. Father. He draws his bow and looses an arrow right into his father's head. Uh, roll your d8. You bet. Oh no. It's so far away to d8. One damage. <laughs> as you go to shoot, no your damage. eyes cloud up as your father looks at you and goes, um, Your arrow flies and sort of slices across the cheek of your father as that sort of moment of temporary acknowledgement fades in an instinct and, he, and starts scampering away towards the wilderness. Um. I have also been looking for Arbiter Bramble, so I see this happen, and I... From your perspective, what you can see is you can only see that Rowan has loosed an arrow okay. um, sort of towards the back of the stage. Okay, then I'm gonna... If Rowan's losing an arrow, he's doing it for a reason, so I'm gonna run over and see what's happening. I'll join as well. Um, as you run over, you see... The first thing you see is the bloody corpse of Arbiter Bramble. Oh. Um, his chest cavity is open. That sort of... Um, greenish cloth that he was wearing has been torn and shred us aside um his sort of upper neck and chest area um the previously sort of like chestnut-ish fur is now soaked deep with red blood 
Um, he's just sort of lying there, um, motionless, as you look off into the distance and see uh, the scampering feet on all fours um, of Uriel Longwhisker scampering into the forest. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. What the fuck happened? Rowan doesn't answer. He just sort of drops his bow and the like slumps over on his knees. Starts crying. Oh, that good, huh? Cool. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm gonna awkwardly pat him on the shoulder. I could not save his honor. He has devolved into beast. Oh. Yeah. We can tell. You may still be able to save yourself, though. If you find someone, uh, we'll get you. I must kill whoever has ruined this wedding. They must pay. Rowan sort of gets up and does does do I know of where the like the the imposter Emil was staying like where he was sleeping uh, he did have a quarters yeah I rush towards his quarters awesome as you rush towards his quarters sort of the blood pumping in your head um, the only thing that you kind of hear before you um, disappear down the mouse hole is a calling of we have a casualty of the the guards beginning to swarm around people beginning to clamor as you disappear into darkness. Um, going through these sort of halls, you make a sharp left or right, going up and down until you finally find your way to Emil's quarters. You don't even take a moment to consider if his door is locked or not. You just push through the door, um, full the adrenaline too pumping through your body. Um, when you get into here, what is the first thing you do as you bust through the door? I'm going to be like tearing open drawers, Absolutely. looking through bookshelves, looking for anything that you can connect this guy to the murder. pulling through stuff, pushing through everything. I need you to make a will save. I pass. You pass. As you push through, you find that sort of adrenaline that of your heartbeat growing over the sound of just breaking wood and cardboard and thatch as you absolutely destroy everything in this room. Um, it comes to a head as you pull these drawers out of a desk uh, and throw them against the wall. They shatter into pieces, and you go up to his bed that is sort of thatched and held up by small wood splints, and you put your foot straight through it as you look down into the hole that you've made through this, looking underneath his bed, um, there is a small document that you can fold it up paper. For, for like a moment, it sort of subsides as I'm like, I found something. And Rowan like reaches his paw in and pulls it out to look at it. Pulling it out, it is sort of a detailed plan, a set of events that are going to occur. Um, the first thing that it lists is the infection of King Uriel. It seems that the rabies that is affecting your father was planned. Looking through this, it says that then there will be a event at the uh, dinner, the rehearsal, where in which um, a uh, capacitor is taken. Uh, that capacitor is then used and dismantled for the power that sits within it, which is to be slipped into Arbiter Bramble's drink, which will not at first do anything until later in the night where it will render him almost unconscious um, after which the body of Connor Brushtail is mentioned in between uh, that and the first one as being discovered um, and then afterwards it says 
uh, afterwards, all that says is um, the truth will be revealed. Rowan sort of is like staring at it in like disbelief. And um, he's going to try to rally the guard again. He's going to run, he's going to go back to the main hall and then rally the guard again. Um, as you step out, um, the guards are now having sort of a tr- uh, trouble beginning to pull people together as you all are sort of like still sort of standing in shock over the body of Arbiter Bramble as he's being his body is being sort of pulled forward into the main light as more of these electrical lights shine down on his body and you're looking around and the energy is amplified. There is so much chaos happening around here. We're going to approach the captain of the guard. All right. My lord, what may I do for you? I have found a document in Emile's chambers. The Emile that we thought was Emile was some kind of uh, imposter, someone pretending to be him. I sort of show him the document. The infection of our king was planned. The murder of Connor Brushtail, the murder of Arbiter Bramble, they were all planned. Whoever this is is very dangerous. We need to find them immediately. All right, guards, scramble! Bring these people together as they sort of begin to form a formation and they the two houses guards um, line up on either side of this patio and begin to just sort of advance um, as people begin to sort of like try to push and rally against them. There are nobles that are like, no, we need to retreat back into the houses, please. As they try to push past as they lit, as guards link arms and push in with their weapons, their spears and their shields, um, corralling these people together. So I'm going to start looking through the crowd to see if there's any Emil lookalikes in there. Um, give me a wisdom check. Or a will check. I pass. You pass. Alright. Looking through, um, there at first glance is not a mouse that looks like Emil until you look towards the guards. And one of the guards towards sort of the, the end of the formation. Um, you recognize that same sort of like fur pattern of a meal. The eyes sort of sit in the right place. The snout is at the right length. That looks like a meal. I take one of my arrows and hide it behind my arm. Mm. And I walk up to the guard and spin him around. You. Yes, sir. Take off your helmet. All right. You watch as the helmet is taken off. Um, this looks almost exactly like a meal. Can I take a will check to see um, I was how about to ask you, I am? Um, yes, please make a will check. For, <laughs> for... Fail. Mark another rabies in your inventory. <laughs> oh. It is him! Sir, please, I assure you. Murderer. The murderer! No. I take please. the arrow, I jab it into his neck. I want you to roll a d12 for this, actually. Oh boy. <laughs> He's getting stronger. Six. You all watch on in almost a sense of like not being able to do anything as this occurs in slow motion as in one moment the prince releases and catches an arrow, turns it in his hand, and jabs it directly into the neck of this guard. Um, you watch his... Of... 
blood gurgling up into the into the neck as you just press him down into the floor, pulling up and through the trachea um, as he just sort of sits there gurgling. Rowan. <sighs> yes. What are you doing? It's 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 him, the, the the murderer. I found him. I found him. You watch as the grain almost of this mouse's face shifts from that of what looks like the previous imposter Emil to a mouse with gray fur sort of white towards the edges. Um, as almost like almost as if it's one of those pillows that like shifts when you you move the grain, it fully changes to a different face. No, 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 no. Emil's uh, Rowan sort of like starts like he falls backwards, just like clawing at his face. Rowan, you need help? I don't need help. We need to find him. We need to find him. What do you do? Uh, fuck, find him, I guess. <laughs> find him. Uh, I'm gonna look for an Emil lookalike as I am of sounder mind and also body, then Rowan. All right. Make a will check real quick. Yeah. Pass. Pass. Um, looking through the crowd of people, um, one of sort of the noble women, actually, when you look at it, they're sort of wearing this um, orangish, um, almost like a sash-like dress. Um, but you can see, this. you recognize the sort of... Um, the, the, the brown fur and the longer snout of Emil. I'm gonna try to not be aggressive this time to not scare them off and I go over and I go Hey. Hi. Um, are you guys gonna let us out anytime soon? Uh, you know, it, it really depends. Can I talk to you though? Yeah. Um, can we do it here, though. Um, I don't want to wind up like him. Okay. What do you know of Emil? Um, I, I saw him bef- before. I think at the at the at the rehearsal dinner. He's the the wedding planner, right? Yeah. Yeah. Gonna make another will check. <laughs> sure. Pass. Pass. Um, looking at this person, um, at this mouse, you watch as after a moment of like holding on to her and like holding her attention, you watch as once again, that sort of, um, as her face shifts again, um, coming to that of a mouse with sort of darker black fur, um, and a different fur fur texture. Have you seen Emil around recently? Um, I'm I'm not sure. I don't think um what's going on we'll let you know as soon as it's safe sorry for wasting your time okay as you turn around um you see a mouse in sort of black armor um the familiar Black Widow's crest towards the center of the chitinous armor, um, that sort of um, flowing wedding regalia. This is Alranus long whisker, but his face looks like Emil's. Something's going on, something's happening. Chip, what is the meaning of this? What are you doing here? 
My brother just killed a man. I know, I know. I think, I think what happened to him happened to me just now. And it's happened to me. Why do you look like a mule? What do you mean I look, look like, like a mule? Someone was pretending to be a mule. He killed Connor. He's plotting revenge against the brush tails. He tried to kill you. We can't find him. Everyone looks like Emil Aronis. I... Aronis looks around, and as you look around, more and more people around you begin to... You watch as their faces into Emil's. What are you talking about, Chip? Everyone looks like Emil. Everyone's faces are turning into Emil's. Nothing's changed, Chip. What do you mean? You're not making any sense. My brother is collapsing. Apparently, Emil was after me. Also, your brother has rabies. My brother has what? Rabies. Your dad has rabies. Your dad bit him. We need to get a doctor or something. And we need to find Emil. All right. I'll call together a, a party. We can track him. Thank you. Uh, Aranis disappears into the crowd, crawling, uh, gathering some guards as they begin to make their way towards um, the outskirts of the forest, um, making their sort of way around running a patrol. Where is Iris at this point? Um, Iris has just been sort of sat towards um, the edge of uh, the uh, the entrance to the brush tail. Okay, I've been continually glancing at her, making sure everything's... She's still just sort of sitting... Thing. Um, her head is sort of in her hands as she looks down at the ground. Okay. Um, Rowan just shouts, WITCHCRAFT! at the top of his lungs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Terran, what are you doing right now? Uh, I am trying to keep an eye on my Emil to make sure, like, to keep an eye on him. I'm still, like, a little suspicious, but mostly convinced. Gotcha. Uh, and I think I probably hear all that kerfuffle, and I go over to Chip, and I see, uh, what are you talking about? Everyone's Emil? Like, this is Emil, but, and I'm pointing at him, I'm like, just, what do you mean everyone's Emil? Look for Emil in this group. Look for him. Okay, and I look at the crowd, and I scan for Emil. Give, give me a will check. And I believe I fail. You fail. Uh, you don't see Emil, but what you do see sort of towards the edge um, of the uh, where the long whisker mouse hole runs into uh, the building is you see a, what looks to be a female mouse dressed in sort of um, this black sort of um, almost gauze-like material. No, I don't see him. There's someone over there, though. Do you see do I see them? You do not. Hmm. Doug, can you see that mouse over there by the long whisker entrance in the black? You don't. I don't see anyone. Are we uh, just seeing things? Am I seeing things? I don't know, Duncan, are you? Roll check. <laughs> Let's see. Ghost. Ooh, ghost. Spooky. I fail. Duncan, you fail. Um don't see anything but you do hear something you hear sort of a voice almost as if somebody was whispering in your ear to dark 
liquid? What's up? Turn around. Anyone there? Nope. Then what are you doing? Sorry, sorry, just thought I heard someone calling my name. Pterodon, um, the female mouse that you see over there sort of turns towards you for a moment, and she looks like your mother. And she walks oh. into the long whisker abode. Mom? Your mom's here? I... Why is your mom here? I just saw her. She... The... In... Oh boy, we're all losing it. This is great. This is fine. This is... Uh, I still have my ale. <laughs> I've been just sipping it the entire night because it's one after the other, huh? I should... Should I... I should go after her? Uh, or is she real? I don't know. I didn't see anyone. Why are you asking me? Because I'm going insane. No one else sees her, but then again, you don't see Emil, and you don't well, see Well, I see Emil. this one. You, you, you don't see Emil and everyone. Rowan, I need a will check right Okay. Oh. I failed. How many inventory slots do you have left? Uh, I have no inventory slots left. My inventory is full. Well, actually, no, I dropped my bow. You dropped your bow? So I have an inventory slot. You do have an inventory slot. You take another inventory slot of... <laughs> oh, no. Guys, uh, uh, As... Rabbit. Rabbit. Oh, yay. Um, uh, as you feel this sort of prickling up the back of your spine, and you smell something, actually. You smell stagnant pond blower. The sort of deep stench of rot and decay. Do I smell it coming from anywhere? It feels like it's coming from all around you. <laughs> I'm just going to jump up and start like panically like look around in all directions trying to find where As it is. As you look around, it, it gets a little stronger when you when you look towards the the entrance to the brush tail. I'm going to get up and I'm going to slowly walk towards the brush tail house. You walk right past Iris as she goes, Rowan, what are you? And you just walk right past her. Um, it's at this point, Duncan, you hear that voice again. Duncan. What you doing, bud? Does it sound like anyone I know? Nobody that you've heard in a while. Maybe something you've heard in a dream sometime. Hello? Hi. Oh. Hi. Who is this? Well, who I am isn't really... Well, it doesn't really apply. I'm more of a what. What? Yeah, you got it. Okay. Um, hey, what? What's going going on? Well, I've been seeing what's happening, and I, I gotta say, it's kind of, uh, kind of down in here. Think you could pick it up? Play us all a little tune, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. So I grab my lyre. Give it a little strum. Hey, Donuts. What are you doing? Huh? What? What? This is not the time. Well, actually, I, I kind of think it might be a little bit. Everyone's, like, panicking and whatnot, so just, I figured, why not? You know? <laughs> Who are you talking to? I sure would like to know. Go ahead, Duncan. Play him a song. 
um, okay. And I start playing a little uh, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. How about that? That's a fun one. That's a, that's a good classic for the kids. Um, as you begin to play, I need uh, Chipotle. I need you to make a will save. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, I do. Chipotle, this is a really, this is a good song, and you feel your body begin to move on its own. You start to dance. To twinkle, twinkle, little star. Yeah. Fantastic. Twinkle, twinkle little star. <laughs> <laughs> what? What it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it's a good song. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what I am. Um, Tarragon, as you enter into the, uh, Long Whisker abode, you can see the wisps of this. You keep running after her, but the sort of wisps of the black dress keep leading you this way, that way, the other way. And as you finally think you get her at a dead end, you come to this large wall, the sort of arched, um, large stone bricked wall directly in front of you. Mom, what are you doing here? She's gone. Where, where do you, who, where do you go? Also, where am I? You're somewhere deep under the castle, maybe? Under oh, the... I do not remember how I got here. Oh, shit. And I look all around for, like, like turn back, look where I came from. Um, it's just sort of a long hallway that goes and then curves off to the left. Oh, this is... Uh, anything else in front of me besides the wall? Just that? Just that large sort of brick stone wall. Who, what kind of hallway is this? Just ends in a wall? Like... I'm gonna kind of check out the wall. Looking at the wall, it seems very even and uniform until you hit a brick that's sort of out of place. And you press it in and the wall rotates to the side, revealing a secret passage. I'm going to step in. As you step in, um, you enter this dark room. Um, there is what seems to be some sort of uh, dark stone um, that smooths out into this sort of dome that comes to a point, and directly in front of you is what looks to be sort of this brick um, circular pool. I guess they both have magic water then. Alright, I'm gonna get closer to the water thing. Well, maybe? Getting closer to this sort of the well. Um, it smells clear and clean. Like the water hasn't been touched in years. It's not fetid or stagnant. And you reach your sort of paw into it and it's cool to the top. Um, as you take your hand out, it feels strange. And you feel kind of different for a moment. For like, it's almost as if you had a terrible fever for a really long time and it finally breaks and you are out of that sort of delusion for a moment. Can I see anything else in the room or just this? It only seems to be this. Hmm. No. 
think, I think I can do something with that. If I can find my way back out. Um, as you think, find my way back out, you get flashes, momentary sort of visions of turning left and then right, then left again, going upstairs, going straight, going left, going right, going up again, going left, going right, going straight, and you can see the way out in your mind. Well, this water's really something. (laughs) Uh, And I don't think I have any carrying devices on me. So I'll just, well, hopefully remember the way back. Uh, And I leave, taking the path that I have in my mind's eye. Uh, once I get out, I'm going to be looking for Rowan. Gotcha. Um, looking out across the crowd, um, you can see that for some reason, Duncan is playing his lyre, and now groups and groups of people are beginning to dance, one of them is being this? Chipotle. But looking across this group of people, you don't see Rowan anywhere. Um, um, and looking past the sort of group that is beginning to dance, um, you don't see Iris either. Guy. I go up to Duncan and Chipotle, and I go, guys, what is going on? Where's Rowan? Why are we dancing? Duncan, as you stop playing, everybody around you stops dancing, Mm -hmm. and Chipotle, you stop dancing as well. What? What just happened? But you were playing a song, and it it was okay, I guess, but not very dancey, and everyone was dancing, and why were you playing? That was not very funerally music. Where's Iris? I, I was going to maybe ask you that, but... I don't uh, know. No, I found something. I think it can help Rowan. I don't know what just happened. Neither so, do I. So weird. We're okay. talking this way. Well, we need to find Rowan, Where's because Iris? maybe he's going to eat someone. Where's Rowan? Rowan. <laughs> you have been walking through these halls. The water, the smell of fetid water gets stronger and stronger. You hear the sort of echoey in the back of your head. Rowan, Rowan, where are you going? Rowan, Rowan, stop. As you push it away, you walk into the chamber of the light well, pushing through the curtains. Oh boy. You can see the light now. You understand. You can see this sort of like bright white in the center of the dark, murky water. It's, there's something down there, and it's calling to you. I jump in. You push in. The water is warm. It feels nice. As you push further and further down, pulling towards this light, the rest of you, what are you doing? Um, Where do you think he would go, or where would Iris go? Where would Iris go? Uh, well, uh, we've had good luck going to the light well, and I feel like... If she was feeling unsafe, maybe she would go there. Um, let's try that. It's worth a check. I guess so. As you enter in, you take the curves and you come out through the window, uh, through the small sort of curtain. Um, you see Iris um, over the the edge of the light wall going, Rowan! Rowan! She looks up, guys, I, he just jumped in. I don't know what's going on. Oh, oh. Fuck. I, how far... Down. I don't know. We don't jump in it. Oh, what are you I, supposed to do? I with look it? down. Look? Can I can I see him like at all? Um, you can see a murky shape of a mouse heading oh, towards. I can I swim. I can swim. I can swim. Gonna can yeah yeah. Gonna t- 
take off my armor and my sword and jump in after him. You jump in after Don't Rowan. Don't get bitten. Um, <laughs> Try not to. Coming down, Rowan, you can feel, it feels almost like the rays of the sun are on your face and that you don't have to worry anymore. It's such a nice, comforting feeling. And then you feel something on your ankle. It's cold. It's icy. And as you look down, there's a paw around your ankle and all you can see is your father's face in your head. His jaws opening wider and wider. What do you do? I clench my fist and I fucking bash him in the head. <laughs> Roll a d4. Yay! <laughs> I'm so glad. When Ezrowan does this, he tries to shout, but he's underwater, so it doesn't make a sound. Two damage. Two damage. You take two damage. As Rowan turns and sees you, his eyes almost like glazed over and just poof, he comes down with his paw. Oh no. You take two points of damage. Yeah, I know. Um, being struck, you can now, uh, you kind of have a foothold towards the top and in one move, you can probably pull this up, but you have to make a strength check. Okay. I'm trying to roll under. Your strength score. You push both of your legs against the sort of slick stone, and you essentially, like, pull down for a squat, pull yourself around, and push up with your legs as you push up into the air um, and pull Rowan up and out. Rowan, you are freezing cold. Well, I turn to Iris. The light, the light, I see it, Iris. I see the light. You see the the light. So warm, so beautiful. I think it's getting to his brainstem. I saw my father in the well, Iris. Roman, I don't know what to tell you. I feel myself slipping, Iris. I'm fading away. Yeah. Yeah, you are. As well, Iris. Save me. Okay. She sort of puts her hands on the sides of your head and closes her eyes. You can feel her fingers start to dig into the sides of your head as she just... You feel her arms start to shake the same way yours do, and you warm for a moment, but it's fleeting. You can remove one condition of rabies. His eyes go, I felt it. I felt it. I felt I felt the light well. I felt it. Well, it is with you, Iris. I'm so proud of you. Something's out there. Something's outside. We have to go. Something. We have to go. Something outside. Where? Something. Something outside what? She bolts out of the the uh, curtain. Um, you can hear the sound of like her dress ripping as she like steps on it and fully still pushes uh, as the hemline of her dress pulls and rips. Um, you just hear the, the smacking of her bare paws sprinting full force down and out. We should Let's go! Oh, Rowan, I don't want to stick around here. Rowan follows her, but in sort of like a half scamper, half run. I make sure way. that he's keeping up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> As you come out, the air is different. It's strange. It holds this sort of energy to it. And as you look out, the first thing you notice is that nobody's saying anything. Everyone is silent. Doug, do you 
hear that voice in the back of your head again. It says, you know, it'd be a shame if they were to lose you too. Lewis, you can always come with me. Come, come with you? Yeah. What are you talking about? Where, where, where are you talking about? Well, I can't really tell you. You wouldn't really understand. But what you should understand is that they're not going to make it. Who? Everyone. Well, you can save yourself, Duncan Darkwood. If that's what you really want. Oh, boy. Is it just everyone is just standing around? They're not doing anything? They seem to be standing in almost a stupor. Just sort of looking up through these arches towards the stage. As if a show was going to start. Hey, Donuts, you're talking to the thing again. The thing? Yeah, I think. I think. Am I? Yes. I think it wants me to perform? Well, don't. Remember what happened last time? I don't know. I didn't necessarily think of it as a bad thing. Rowan almost drowned. Okay. I don't think it had anything to do with the thing that I was doing, but whatever, whatever, whatever. Let's just, let's just go. Whatever, whatever Iris is running from, I just have a bad feeling that it might be whatever is telling me to play. Yeah. If something's telling you in a creepy voice that you gotta play music, it's probably not good. Rowan, do you know anything about a, like, really deep in your home, like, a bunch of homes down? Uh, I was in there, I saw a, a, I don't know what it was, some kind of apparition, and I followed it, and there was this well. Well. You have no idea what Tarragon's talking a, 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 a well of, and I, of water of water and it was and I put my paw in and for a moment my mind was just clear I have never heard of such a place yep you I think know where I, it is I think I can find my way back and I think it could help you maybe take me all right and I'm gonna take him and set off uh, in As the you head towards um, that direction. What are you two doing? I kind of want to play just to see what happens. <laughs> I am going to do everything in my power to make sure that that doesn't happen. Well, it seems we're at an <laughs> impasse. I'm going to step start walking towards the stage. Donuts, no! Donuts, no! What? What? Don't what? do it! But look at all of them. Yeah. What is going on with them? I don't know, but I'm not sure that you playing music is going to help. Well, it sure it kind of did last time. No, it didn't. Everyone, do you remember really what happened during that? Because I don't. And I'm sure none of them do either. But the thing is, if everyone was dancing, you and me included, why are they still still? I don't know gonna go up to one of them and go hey they look towards the stage and say nothing in response do they blink no i'm gonna slap them 
no response. Chip, what are you doing? Trying to wake them up. Well, I feel like there's a very obvious way to wake them up. Whatever this is, I, I don't know why, but... One note. See what happens if you play one note. I play a G. Make a will check. Oh boy. <laughs> I pass. You play the G, and it resonates out through this area. It reverberates and echoes back as it fills your body with that sort of this sort of feeling of completion and you watch as the left arms of each individual that are standing here go up and freeze midair. Oh. That's Creepy. not what I thought was going to happen. I don't know what I thought was going to happen but it wasn't that. Duncan, you hear that voice in your head say, why'd you stop? I was ready. Ready to what? I was ready for the show. Donuts, stop talking to the thing. Duncan. Donuts. You and I both know what you're good at. Let's be real. What did you think was going to happen when you came to this way? I'll tell you what you thought. You thought you were going to play in your band. And you were going to get your attention. You were going to get your coin. You are going to go home to your bed knowing you did a good job. Because when you play, that's all it ever is. That's all that matters, isn't it? So why don't you give them what they came here for? Don't stop listening to it. Make a will check. I fail. Oh, no. Duncan, you feel your fingers begin to move faster than ever as all of these... Donuts! They begin to waltz in time as this incredible playing, as he's only strumming the strings of a lyre, but almost as if a band that wasn't there begins to strike up and echo throughout the entire chamber. And you watch as Duncan Darkwood's shadow stretches and rises, and a hand pulls its way out of the shadow. It's crooked and wrong and sharp. Am I also dancing or do I You're not dancing. You are in full view of this entire thing that's happening as all of these mice begin to dance in a circle and in time as whatever this is begins to pull its way out. Donut, stop playing! Duncan, you couldn't stop if you wanted to. I cut his hand off. (laughs) (laughs) Make, Make a strength check. You didn't need to do a will save for that. I was going to strum anyway. I know. That escalated very quickly. You know how I told you guys this was going to be a drama? It's not a drama. It's a tragedy. Bro, this, no. is, this is some Lovecraftian shit. I pass. Um, you pass. You, Duncan, you watch as your hand... Roll the d12 actually for me real quick. It may have been a little... You know what? Maybe I should have like hit his... Liar instead. But you know you're what? You're fine, you're fine. Roll your d12 and tell me how much you get. That's good. That's actually really good. No! Because um, as you go to strike down, you watch as this hand comes to grab your needle. As you strike down with your needle, the hand comes and grasps around it. You readjust and push through the palm. And you watch as you push through, 
you shoulder up into the palm of it, and you pull up and through the flesh bisecting that part of the hand. Nice. Um, it sort of falls to the ground, the fingers still trying to crawl, and you through the top, and you watch as the arm slowly begins to wisp away. Duncan. Do I cut Duncan's hand off like um, I was trying to do? You don't... We'll get to that. Okay. Duncan, <laughs> you hear a scream that is not just one, but thousands. This sort of cacophony of pain in your head. It vibrates your skull. Um, and you drop your lyre, and you blink, and you can see now the active party that was dancing have sort of fallen to their knees, most of them unconscious, other than others, their eyes open but breathing labored. Um, you can see this sort of set of two eyes that you've never seen before in your life that look like a mouse's but somehow are not. And they look at you with disgust as they fizzle and fade away into your shadow. Ow! What the fuck was that? Oh, uh, my head hurts. You take three points of damage. Have I cut his hand off? No, his hand remains intact. Oh, good. <sighs> okay. Yeah. No, yeah. You know what? In retrospect, I probably should have gone for the liar instead of your hand, but I'm glad that thing's gone now. Yeah, no. Yeah. Let's... And I'm glad I didn't actually cut your hand off. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Let's go find the others, and I'm going to leave my liar behind. All right. As you head back into the the uh, long Worcester uh, mouse hole, you have... Retraced your steps, coming down into um, this area. The door still ajar. Um, you see this sort of dark stone room. The well sitting in the center. In a part of the castle, your home that you've never been to before. That you didn't even know existed. Here it is. What secrets have they kept from me? And now, like silently, walks up to the uh, to the well and drops his hands into it. You drop your hands in. This sort of feeling of cold works its way through your fingers, up almost as if it's the water is replacing the blood in your veins as it pumps up through your body. You take a breath, and in your mind, you see. You see, a woman that you only got glimpses of. You recognize her as Calliope Brushtail, Iris's older sister. You see her and your brother as they were wed far before Iris was supposed to be. They were engaged to be betrothed until... And you see the both of them on a sort of outcropping, somewhere jutting out of this man-made structure, you can see them looking out across the winter sort of scape of the forest. And you can't hear what they're saying, but Aranis is shouting something, and Iris is shouting back, and there's an exchange, and you watch as your brother grabs her by her shoulders, 
his eyes clouded with rage and indifference. And he throws her off of this balcony, down plummeting into the snow. And in an instant, you are back in the room. And that was quiet. Rowan sort of slowly gets up, lets the water drip off his fingers, and then uh, I turn to Tarragon. I have received a vision. I must speak with Alronis. I don't know where he went. You will lead me out of here. Alrighty. And I start retracing my steps back out. As you retrace your steps back out, as you're coming up, you run face first into these two. Duncan and Chipotle. I've had some revelations. Out of my way. I must speak with my brother. What happened? I have received a vision. Yeah, apparently. What happened? He's received it. He I'll explain it to you on the way. has um. slain Calliope. Huh. Oh. I must speak with him. Yeah, so must I. I. Push right past them. <laughs> I'll follow, I guess. As you push Who past the them, the first Calliope? step that you take, you're in another place. All of a sudden, you are in the throne room. It's a discussion between Alradus and your father. Something about how it was not Alranus who slayed Calliope. No, it was someone who was unhappy with the way that the kingdoms were run. Someone who was upset with them. Someone who had good reason to do this. As you take another step and are back, beginning to walk into the sort of uh, plaza. Once again, most of the people are on the floor, kind of. They're beginning to rise back up. Many are holding their heads. Oranis is just sort of breathing heavily and looking around. And as he rises to his feet, he goes, Brother, what's, what's happened here? I have received a vision of Calliope. What, what do you mean? Calliope is dead, brother. I am aware. And it was you, brother. That is a mighty accusation to say to the king, brother. A king who is a drunkard is no king at all. Then maybe it is time you finally learned your place. And you watch as he steps up to you and is going to reach for your chest. Um, I want you to make a strength check. I fail. You fail. You watch as Rowan Longwhisker is lifted up into the air by the edges of your armor that you're wearing. Oh grabbing you by the straps, he pulls you up until you're levitating off of your feet in the air. Um, and he pulls you in. And he goes, A brother who does not believe his own brother, one who puts him down is not a brother of mine. I bite him on the face. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. Roll a d6. Give me a d6. <laughs> Two damage. Two damage. You, you bite. You sink your teeth deep into the, the, the face of your brother. 
and puts you down. He wipes the blood with his paw. While he's still wiping the blood, I'm running back to the stage to grab my bow. All right. And I uh, was standing behind Rowan uh, during this with my sword partially drawn. I'm grabbing my hammer. It's not out yet, but it's I'm holding um, it really close. So while Rowan goes to get his bow, I draw my sword and I point it at Aronis. Um, Aronis goes, so you're all turning on me, huh? So be it. He pulls up under his armor and produces from his sheath one of the same sort of large scalpel-like knives that he had before. I was willing to give you the benefit of the doubt, but this seems like an overreaction. (laughs) I wouldn't expect you to understand. Understand what? How any of this works. Killing Calliope? You are a street mouse. Yeah, you and? do not belong in this court. You cannot come here and act the way you do towards me, towards my family. And you are a murderer. What I am is the king. And he starts to rush towards you with his knife out. Um, he's going to strike at you. Can somebody get me a d8? I he's only have bitch. one hit point left, by the oh, way. Oh, no. <laughs> no! Well, that's a six. Um, so... Uh, You feel uh, the pointed end of this scalpel blade push through your armor into your stomach up towards the point where you feel it almost towards the back. You feel the point, the edge of it push towards the back, not quite breaking the skin as he leans in and goes, you are nothing and pushes you off the blade. He's now beginning to breathe very heavily. Uh, I need you to make a strength check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I pass. You pass. I pass. Uh, reduce your strength score by two. Okay. Um, you are not actively bleeding out. Okay, right and now. I'm at zero hit points. You are at zero hit points. Fantastic. Um, what are you doing, Rowan? I pick up my bow from behind the stage, and I shout, Brother, I... Rowan Longwhisker will slay you. Who He who has killed Calliope, who plotted to kill our father and seeks to gain power over all houses. You're a fool, Rowan. You always have been. And he starts to walk towards you. I take one of my arrows. I draw the bow and I aim specifically for one of his eyes. All right. Roll your damage. I... Four damage. Four damage. You, the arrow flies straight and impacts directly into the eye socket. You watch as he goes, and begins to breathe heavier as um, you notice flecks of spit begin to foam at the edges of his mouth. He looks up towards you. He goes, if that's what you want, then that's what you'll get. And he drops on all fours and begins to charge you. Um, He's going to push you over and attempt to bite you. I need a d4 from you. D4? Yeah. That is two points of damage. I am at zero health. You're at zero. So I think that means you make a strength strength check. I fail. You fail. Oh boy. boy. (laughs) You go unconscious. 
Oh boy. Oh, that's so um, fun. The last thing you see before your vision fades to black is the maw of your brother. It feels almost as if there's more teeth in his mouth than you've ever seen in Mother Mouse's before it clamps down on your neck and your vision fades. Duncan and Tarragon, as you look over this, you watch as Alronis pulls his body up off of his brothers and he looks bloody and beaten, the blood pouring from the cut on his snout, the blood pouring out of his eye, the arrow still stuck steadfast in there, moving as he looks across the crowd. He breathes heavy. You hear a voice. You hear Alranis. You were last on my list. As you see a tall mouse, sort of lithe, the familiar brown, sort of almost hazel fur of the Brushtail clan, as Calliope Brushtail emerges from the wilderness. As she steps forward, um, clad in this almost sort of like ceremonial garb, as she goes, it's just as I said. First, the king is infected. Then, my dear father passes away. Then, it is Arbiter Bramble. And then the truth is learned, Alranus. Congratulations. You're not a murderer. But I am. As she throws a blade, and it... Into the back of Alranus's neck as he turns to meet her gaze for a moment before. He falls to the ground. Dead. Hey! Calliope nods. She steps up onto the stage and addresses you all. And says, My fight is over. I don't belong here in your courts, and neither do you. This system has destroyed us. You're so right. And it cannot be allowed to go on any longer. Yay. You two. Take your friends and leave this place. You don't want to be here for what's about to happen. Oh, nice to meet you too. Okay, Okay, we're we're bringing we're bringing your sister too. Uh, Just Iris is safe. She's with me now. Okay. And as you gather your companions, the rest of the crowd, almost nervous, scared, not understanding what's happening, you hear a noise. This sort of as a fox steps out from the tree line huge and towering its mouth full of sharp teeth begins to descend upon the party yeah let's go I pick pick up Rowan and I just book it (laughs) and you leave leave. the four I also book it I feel a little more yeah. slowly than I would like. Yeah, I assume that Tarragon picks you up and, and yeah. as, to the best I'm of I'm leaning on Tarragon. Um, Tarragon's not very big. 
<laughs> As I attempt to lean on Terracon and accidentally crush him. <laughs> <laughs> As you leave, the four, the four survivors of what will come to be known as one of the greatest massacres in mouse history. But you have survived, at least for now. If not irrevocably changed by the world around you and the events that have tr- transpired tonight. And that's where we'll end off. <laughs>